Studios, in association with Big Herm Productions, is proud to present to you, recording from an undisclosed location in Oakdale, Connecticut, it's Chris Burns, it's Chris Lynch, this is Dysfunction Junction. Welcome back, everybody, to the award-winning podcast that has never won a single award. Welcome to Dysfunction Junction. Fuck yeah. And fuck Herm while we're at it. No. Show it. Yeah. Go ahead, show it. Fuck me. Show it. What what are we doing here? I don't know. I'm I'm good. Everybody What's in what's in your other hand? (laughs) Wow. I don't know what that is, but I'm getting a lot of it. I'm getting a lot of it too. Alright, I wonder. Let me check my shit. Alright, let's try that. I'm gonna hang this up. Here we go. All right, so glad you got all you all got to hear that. It's the symphony of disparkshin. The symphony of disparkshin downstairs, ladies oh. and gentlemen. Well, one programming note for you guys. Uh, originally, we wanted to have the shit my dad says slash the shit my uncle says, but because Beavis and Butthead decided to be retarded idiots toward each other today, they were canceled. Wow, cancel our own kid. I will, I will cancel my own mother. I will ban someone from the show. We're here to do business. I don't need that kind of crap going on when we're trying to do this show. No, I understand. And I'm glad you told them no. So next week, maybe the week after, who knows? Who cares? I don't, because we got bigger fish to fry tonight, man. Our favorite sports movies. I've been looking forward to this for two weeks. This is going to be awesome. But first, does anybody have a quick hit today? Mike? No, I'm pretty good with the quick hits. Um, How about you, Burns? Actually, I don't. I do, but I don't. I'm saving it for Wednesday on the Speedway Review. Fuck them kids. (laughs) Fuck them kids. (laughs) Pretty much. Fuck them on us. So if any of you guys get a chance on Wednesday, you, the viewer, the people, or us, meaning you and Herm, check out the Speedway Review on Wednesday night when I go uh, full foot in the ass on one Bubba Wallace. Oh, yeah. I'll look forward oh, to yeah, that. Oh, yeah, for the, for the little bit of... You're talking about that, rub, that little bit of rubbing? Never even touched him. But then Bubba... T- Never mind. I'm not... Nope, Wednesday. Wednesday. Save it. Wednesday. <laughs> All right, now who do we got? Oh, look, Edgar's watching. Hello, Edgar. What is hey, up? Edgar. Oh, we have a viewer. All yes. right. Burns never heard of him. Yeah, I know. What do you? Oh, no, so not really so much. A, That's a joke hit. between us. Yeah. All right. What? what? Huh? Huh? Never heard of him. <laughs> oh, so I went to lunch with. Edgar and, and, and Sammy and Carol, and we had a great time seeing each other for the first time since 1862. And um, my phone is pinging, pinging, pinging. And, yes. Uh, right after slavery ended, um, that's when I met them. No, actually. No, actually. And you met them too. 1862 is the middle of the, of the Civil War. And it's also for some reason because, you know, like it's the middle of the civil war you know what this country needs is a good steak sauce it's the year that a1 steak sauce was created and you know why it was created um because southerners don't know how to cook a steak why? other than super well done 
No, because of the lack of proper storage for the meat. It started to go bad. Yes, it was so a knockoff. Were... Yeah, well, it was kind of a, the same line as what ketchup was. Yeah, you put slather it in, in that bullshit so you don't taste the rotten meat. But yes, it was Yummy. the middle of... Yeah, that's what ketchup was designed for. Heinz did that shit for... Uh, because at the time, mm -hmm. there were no ketchups and there was... Meat was not good. Ugh. Just imagine that. Nothing, Nothing sets off the flavor of a steak... <laughs> Like ketchup. <laughs> like ketchup, because... Said no one ever. Said no, well, <laughs> apparently they said it back when they invented ketchup, and the meat was always rotten. Apparently, yeah. that was the way to make the steak that's true. good. That's It was the sugar and the vinegar, and that's what, what it was. Okay, so, so we now that you've schooled us on the Civil War, A1 steak sauce, and, and why you get to drink and the rest of us don't, for real, look, I'm going to finish my watching, story, my little quick hit, I guess. Um, so my phone is pinging, pinging, pinging. Pinging. Uh, yeah, so I I open it up, and everybody's got a status. I'm at lunch with Chris Burns and Sammy Miner. I'm at lunch with Chris Burns and Edgar Grant. Every time I would type in, never heard of them. That's it. And they all got the biggest kick out of it, so now he has never heard of me. Howdy, Howdy hookers. hookers. Hello, Alan. How are you? Big Al in the house. What up, Big so anyway. Go ahead. You got a quick hit. Oh, not really. It's just a, like a summation of the last two fucking weeks of craziness. Um, Alex Jones, never going to pay. Ne nobody's ever going to see that money. Um, I, don't already... come, I, I don't think it comes down to the, the money. Just I'm, I'm just I, to interject. I don't think it, it's, I don't it's think like, it does either. It's it's it, you might it, it you could have might as well just done it for a dollar. I think the 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 dollar amount they awarded was to show their support and how they believed. But ooh, nice! Like 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 all the way balls itch, or like can they be solved with powder? Or do you need like a, an ointment? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think thank you for all of your questions and um, <laughs> just well, a little like, powder. Hey. I'll be fine. Yeah, he, he's even said himself what what he's actually worth, and it's just to, enough to keep, enough to keep the business going and the lights on. Now I don't, I'm not a fan, but you kind of have to have a, a tiny bit of bit of sympathy because, from what I understand, he already apologized multiple times, and this was just this was just a, a show. To see just how much, how much uh, money they could, money they could they could tack onto this, and your recommendation last week on the Black Lives Matter doc documentary, the Candace Owens, yeah, yeah, I can never remember her name. I just said it. I heard Candace Owens. So I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was really really good. Uh, made you think about the whole thing. And that whole shrine business in the middle of the city, it's like the DMZ. To, to take what you're saying one step further, what I liked about the documentary the most was in the beginning, Candace goes out of her way to, you know, you got what the body cam footage. You got about? you guys didn't include me in this. What, what yeah, we were, it was uh, the greatest lie ever sold about oh, Black Lives Matter. Oh, I, 
I must have missed some shit. I was very busy this week. I must have missed some. I'll shit send you. I'll send you the uh, the sign-in yeah. information. As if yeah. now seventeen people don't have it. <laughs> but anyway, you might as well just post it on. Talks the about George Floyd, the good, the bad, and the ugly, warts and all. Um, she meets up with his roommates. She talks about that the fact that the family didn't really give half a shit about George until George is no longer here. And then comes the financial misgivings of Black Lives Matter and how they've made multiple millions of dollars and not given dollar one to George Floyd's family, to his roommates, to anything. Candace Owens actually paid, which they tell you at the end of the documentary, to have all his uh, stuff removed from the house and then to have his car removed. Because it had been sitting there since he died. Yeah, no, no call, phone calls from the family. His belongings were still there. No, none of them didn't give two shits until I got them and the media and some attention to themselves. And I'm sure the notoriety for them, you know, you get to go on TV. And look, I've said it a million times. George Floyd did not have to die that day. And if he was going to die, I don't know if it was because he was hopped up on drugs or something. At the end of the day, that cop did wrong, got his punishment and good riddance fuck him but at the same time he george floyd doesn't need to die but we don't need to hold him up as this martyr and then they use him his name and his visage the company black lives matter is a movement and as a saying i'm all for absolutely one thousand percent what i don't like is they held him up like he was the second coming of Christ. Well, and the other thing that really pisses me off about that whole situation is that they monetized his death to get all these donations and and just be actually create a business. Well, then when it comes down to where did all that money go out of the eighty million dollars, two hundred thousand dollars to this trans organization, hundred fifty thousand dollars to this trans organization, all. Just multiple donations of money from between one hundred and two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and when you connect the dots, they all come back to the founder of Black Lives Matter. Mm -hmm. It's just really to support her, her narrative because she married a transsexual, and is they were trying to profit off his death and and fund their own or their own um, narrative, which I, I think was wrong. I, I don't think. I don't think using anybody's death to make money off of it is is the right thing to do. It, to me, it's honestly too soon. You want to make a film about it 20 years from now and not worry if you make it without the intent of being super profitable and just lay out the facts of the case, I'm all for it. But this bullshit with Hollywood sniffing around, you know, like sharks looking for a fresh kill, that's just fucking horrible. Agreed. Thousand percent. Herm, you haven't got to see it yet. I'm going to send you the login information later. Check it out. You'll have a good time. Or you won't. You'll probably get pissed off. No, not really. Well, yeah, yeah. You're pissed off because of the... Uh, I'm already not happy about the way that they utilized that. Yes, George Floyd should not have died. Yes, that cop fucked up. But yes, there... He, he's not He's not a martyr. He... I. I I don't. I don't think he's a, he's a martyr. I think it's. I think it's an excellent example of police going too far. 
and police mm-hmm. brutality and lack of respect for just people in general. Um, and that whole power trip, I'm a dick cop thing going on. But I don't think he's a martyr. I think, I think well, he is a martyr. And that's the problem. I don't think it's a martyrable, if that's even a fucking word. Um, it is I now. Think it is now. I just, I just made that shit up. That's, that's a, a t-shirt. Martyrable. It's martyrable. Um, I don't think it's a martyrable offense. Like, yes, great example needs to be utilized to show some bad shit. However, <clears throat> there was some questionable criminally type activity going on when this all went down. So, yes, I, I think we need to hold everybody accountable for their part in it. And yes, should George Floyd have been killed? No. They should have stopped and not been as brutal. But yeah, he technically probably should have been arrested. Yeah. Great. And un- under a much better conditions and circumstance, but still it, it, arrested. I'm not going to, I don't want to spoil anything for you if you're, you plan on watching this. It, you'll get some insight to some certain certain things that will, I don't know if it'll change your mind. I don't even know if it's 100% verified, but it, it kind of puts a new perspective on the whole situation. Yeah, well, that's of- that's kind of actually how everybody is always telling us because we're old and we, we don't understand critical thinking, but um, yeah, in order to understand, in order for critical thinking to happen, you actually have to take in all sides. So I'll listen to anything anybody has to say. Um, yeah. It doesn't mean it, it. It also doesn't mean that just because you say it, I agree with it. Um, right. Critical thinking is basically just um, uh, the ability to allow yourself more than one point of view, and then go from there on what you think. All right. Just because you don't think the way that a particular group thinks you should think on a subject doesn't mean you haven't employed critical thinking. It means you formed your own opinion after applying critical thinking. So exactly. Um, yeah. And, and just because just... I don't agree with you on the left or the right doesn't mean I haven't done the research. And I don't mean well, that it... in like I've done the research doesn't mean I haven't. And by research, I mean, listen to multiple points of view from multiple porches. All right. What I stream yeah. on my port, front porch doesn't mean shit to my neighbor. But exactly. I, and and the, the best I thing... I have to hear my neighbor when he screams on his front porch. Right. right. One, one of the things that I've heard a lot in the last couple of years, and this goes to a lot of the people you're talking about because they don't see it. They just, this is what I think, and you should think it too. Two things can be true at once. Oh, absolutely. Because it's all about what you how you take this information and, and formulate the opinion in your head. Mm-hmm. You and I could read the same book and you could have a totally different synopsis of it if you were to write, tell me what you thought. I almost got suspended for some shit like that. What's the main idea of the book? And I wrote what I found to be the main idea. That's not the main idea. You well, asked I, me. Well, I had a similar situation in junior year in high school. Right. What do you an think opinion, the main idea of the story is? Well, the assignment was write an opinion paper on a novel that we read. Just because it doesn't well, didn't agree with what the, the instructor was telling me, he told me I was wrong, and I fought it. He gave me a D. Fuck him. Because he told me that's not that's not what we discussed in class, and I said, "What you discussed in class is your version of the story. I get a different inter- I get a different meaning out of with the words I read. Mm-hmm. Right. How dare you tell me I'm wrong? 
Well, you've and seen I John Wayne movies? Well, I went to the faculty and I went to right, right up to the uh, school board and they reversed the grade, gave me an A. Good. But you've seen John Wayne movies, right? Yeah. Do you like them? Eh. I happen to think they're shit. Most of them are shit. However, I've watched the film. That's what was the main idea of this film? John Wayne shoots a bunch of people again. I love John Wayne movies, and, and that's cool. And, well, and, and, people know, that... and, and, and to say it is if for no other reason than my father loves John Wayne movies. So but my grandfather is a huge for me, fan. It's for me when they come on. It's like hanging out on a Saturday when I was eight with my dad after we, before we were watching boxing. Like, there you, you know go. What I mean, so it's not really John Wayne movies. I like, I love, I love John Wayne movies because of the, the whole, the, where the it whole takes topic. you mentally and in your yes, heart. Absolutely, it's it's the cool whole thing. But yeah, all his films are some, scripted. But, no right, shit, but Al. But no, no, uh, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Huh? What? There was an unscripted movie. Yes, I can't. I can't with him right now. I know. Dude, can you imagine? Can you imagine him on a video show? Dude, the facial expressions yes. alone would. Rating school uh, people. We, we gotta, did you gotta, did you know Jesus was a Jew? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> when the <laughs> fuck did we get ice cream? When do, when the fuck did we get ice cream? Was, was I sleeping? Cream? Why don't you you know why, why don't you see if we can get some cookies or something? All right. So, so you know, know, guys, if you get a chance, watch a documentary. Did, was there something else you were gonna say? I, I I'm I'm sorry if I interrupted you. Um. No, I think I pretty much said what I want to say about Candace Owens. It okay. was a good film. I a little short. I was taken aback about how short it was. Yeah, yeah I, I thought it was going to be longer, like uh, Matt Walsh's documentary. Yeah. But it, it brought some things into my mind and kind of makes me think, rethink some of the circumstances of the case. And it kind of confirms what I thought all, all along, anyway. If you um, got, oh, go ahead, please. But listening to the to the people that worked with the police officer. It paints a character that he's just a meek, mild, kind of dorky guy who kept to himself. That's what they say about all serial killers. Well, Dahmer, he was quiet, kept to himself. But his career spoke for itself up until that point. Relax. I just yeah. want to take some pictures. Use 50 bucks. And if you get a chance to watch this, guys out there in La La Land, please, uh, it's Daily Wire Plus, Candace Owens, The Greatest Lie Ever Sold. And if you want this week's recommendation, go to your Amazon Prime, if you're an Amazon Prime member, and watch Allison. Allison? What is that about? A young lady, I want to say it was New Zealand, who at a very young lady age, like 17, 18, got kidnapped, raped, and nearly murdered. Wow. Nearly decapitated, uh, disemboweled, and lived to tell her story. Wow. Un-fucking-believable. Okay. I must have missed that one on the Amazon Prime. It was so good. 1L in Allison, by the way. Okay. So don't be looking up Allison and coming up with some porn video. She was wearing a blue dress, and there was a rabbit fucking her. No, same, same. I paid three dollars to watch it. It was pretty good. <laughs> Amazon Prime has butt plugs, three for nine ninety nine. Alan, we shop differently, man. We shop at the same stores, but in diff- completely different aisles. All right, I went to McDonald's, got the adult Happy Meal. It had the purple butt plug in it. Oh, some of you guys call it grimace. I grimaced when I used it. It was terrible. I grimaced when I used it. Jesus would not recommend. That was that was a shitty business lunch. 
Yeah, one star. <laughs> one star <laughs> butt plug reviews starring Lynch. Yes, I have my own series. Nine millimeter bullet, not great. I think when we bring Al back to the show, that he should do one star butt plug reviews. One star butt plug reviews. Yeah, and I'll, I'll stick to the strip clubs. <coughs> so you gotta tickle the wrinkled penny. Stop it, Jennifer! Oh my God! Tickle the wrinkled penny. The wrinkled penny, the chocolate starfish. The... Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, got you. You want to see it? No. All right, then stop. I know what one looks like, not my own, but I do know what a asshole looks like. I want to get the chocolate buttholes that you can send to people from a cast of your own butthole. That's a great, that's a great gift. <laughs> Show us what you mean, you sick fuck. <laughs> and that's why you love me, Bernaz. You're damn right, Laprote. You're damn right. Um, we lost Angel Lansbury last week. Yeah. 96, another one that died, you know, much like the Queen, late, long, healthy, wonderful, meaningful like life. Bet, you mean like Betty White? Oh, yeah, yeah Betty White, too. Betty White sets the, is the gold. 99 years old. That's, we gotta, we gotta, that's the gold standard right there. That's it. That's the gold <clears throat> standard. Ooh, and a bag of dicks, too. Yes, right. a big bag of dicks. You're, You're welcome for the laugh, Jen. Enjoy dinner. And we'll see you like next time you look, chime in for four seconds. And then, uh, and Jen's going to... Apparently, Jen Sizer's response to that was, on that note, I'm going to eat dinner. Whoa! <laughs> That's bad for business right there. I, I, I would like the <laughs> innocence of five weevils deep fried. Okay, so are we using Betty White as the litmus test for this year alone? Uh, just in general. Because George Burns was 100 when he died. Right. I'm on the Google machine right now. Yes, he was. Uh, yeah, and I don't know if too many people that we have seen or in our lifetime. Yeah, yeah in our lifetime that you can go, you know, so and so died at 101. I think I think George Burns for overall is the litmus test. Betty White is the standard for this year. If you can make it past Betty White, you win. Yep, yep. I think Betty White has the high score. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's what's. I think that's what's going on. Yep. yep. Look at her go. And the more I read about this uh, case in Bristol with the two police officers who were uh, ambushed. 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 Well, it was three, right? Uh, yeah, but three, two died. Well, two died. I was going to say it was three officers, but two yep. of them were mortally wounded. Uh, Miami Dolphins did a really cool thing for one of the officers that was killed. They had a jersey made for him and hung it uh, in the stadium and kept it on camera during the whole game. It had his name oh. on it. He, he was a big... Miami Dolphins fan. He, they found out about it and paid tribute to him at the beginning of the game. I thought that was that was pretty classy. For a league right now that is so mired in the woke folk bullshit, that was that was a sexy, classy move that they did. Yeah, I, 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 I would agree. I have a lot of respect for the Dolphin organization for doing that because ninety nine percent of them wouldn't 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 want to go there. No, of course yeah. not. Yeah, wouldn't want to go there unless, unless it's in their backyard. Like if you know, two Miami cops got shot. Yeah, you do the thing. Or I'll even throw my team on, under the bus if it didn't happen in Atlanta. It didn't happen. Yeah, you, you know, know. So, but that was that's classy. Yeah, I I really appreciate Agreed. that. But uh, all right, uh, what else we got, gents? Are we going to jump right into what the meat and potatoes are? I think, I think so. so. All right, how are we going to start this? Well, I, I figured we go five to one. 
from yeah. our number f- number five to number one, yeah. and we pray to whoever you pray to, uh, dear Lord, baby Jesus, six pounds, seven ounces, in your golden fleece diaper, watching baby Einstein videos, please don't let Herm break the rules today. Amen. So I figure we'll start with the home office in Poophole, Colorado. Let us start with Herm and his number five. Okay. Oh, wait, by the way, guys, this is our favorite, five favorite sports movies. Yep, top five favorite sports movies. All right, gentlemen, so um, I have have two lists. Motherfucker! Motherfucker. Already breaking the rules. No. Right out of the box. No, I, no, no, we're not, we're not. We're just, I just, I just had to. Had to classify things in two categories. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have comedies and then not comedies. Um, so, uh, if I don't know who's listening, but if anybody is still, I, we have three viewers, and I don't know if that's you two or somebody else or what. But um, I have a, a, a comedies list, and then more of a drama slash list. So, if anybody comments. I'll pick a list, and then other than that, it's basically up to one of you guys. Um, <clears throat> I have a complete comedy list of five, and then I have a not comedy list of five. Mine's a hodgepodge. I, I, I felt they were were. I can b- do either or for either category. So right. Um, uh, so we're starting with number five, right? So. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Oh, so, so Mr. Proto has the longest yard. It's his number one. So um, with that, not bad. we're going to go with the not comedy list, but I'll throw them out while we're in there. All right. All right. So we're going to start with the not comedy list, and that would be the original longest yard from 1974. That's Starring Turd Ferguson. Number five on that list would be uh, that movie. The original Longest Yard. There okay, are good. Nice. I um, just to talk about that movie for a minute. I loved the grittiness of it. Oh, very it, much. So. The, when they redid it with Adam Sandler, it was too polished. Way too polished. It was too polished, and there was too much fun fun in the movie. The movie was redone fun because really you can't redo that movie serious. And hope it it holds up to the original. It'd be very Probably because the original, it, it, you can't compare. You can't compare it to number one because they're two completely different movies. I, yeah, I mean, one, I didn't one, like. The, I didn't well, like the remake. Uh, I consider. I don't even consider the remake a comedy. It's, it doesn't make the list, and because it's a complete category and of its own, and that's Sandler flicks. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sandler you, you flicks can't... are just kind of the same thing, but we love them and we know them. But they're we we go to them exactly for the reason that we go to them for. Right, right. It satisfies that need. All right, Burns, you go next. Yeah, yeah I'll go next. Fuck it. Uh, uh, my number five is the 2008 drama Mickey Rourke, the wrestler. There's three stories going on. There's the professional wrestler he's fallen from grace he's working every vfw show the daughter story and then him falling in love with the stripper right 
then your other sub story is his heart attack. Right. And dealing with And by the end of the film, all he wants Yeah, and all he wants at the end of the film is that one shining moment so he can say I went out on my terms. Right. Fantastic fucking movie. I'm glad you like it. It was on my list too, you fucker. Really? Yeah, that's a, one of my favorite sports movies. Good. Well, well, when we get to it, you can tell us what you think when you get to it. All right. So my number five is Slapshot. Okay. Paul Newman and, and company. Uh, a lot of for nostalgia reasons. My dad was a huge fan of that movie. It, it's a very funny movie. Um, but I mean, I, I, it, in my mind, that's why I imagine a hockey team being like being on a team in the seventies. No helmets, no mouth guards. Huh? Dude, that's my truck. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's my number five. All right, good deal, good deal. Now, did you give us one from each of your lists, Herm, or have, did we only get the longest yard so far? Uh, the, the original. So the comedy that is number five would be The Replacements. Not bad. Oh, Keanu Reeves. That's a good movie. The Not bad. That's my number five uh, comedy. I like that one. I'm looking over my list now, and I don't have any football on my list. No, strangely enough, lots of baseball, lots shitloads of baseball sports movies. Oh, I can imagine. Oh yeah. So number four, starting with the Herminator again. Pick your list. I don't, you know, give us both your lists. We're going right. to be here until uh, so midnight. My number, so my number four, like, not comedy is is The Natural. Mm. Very good. It's another right. one on my list. Uh, Robert Redford, The Bat, Lightning, The Fucking Hickory, the whole, the whole movie is just beautiful shit. Um, very, very much so... Um, for me, it was a matter of, dude, these fuck, this fucking light is killing me. What is this? Let's go. Let's go. Oh, that's not not good at all. We gotta get that. That's gonna kill me. Get your Venetia um, blind, killing you. Uh, for <laughs> me, it's very. Um, after watching uh, a Christian pitch with the bloody ankle, through the bloody ankle. Um, for me, that really holds with the natural. He's fucking falling apart at the end. Like inside, literally, his body is fucking tearing and falling apart, but he pulls it out. Like that's that's good shit. I love it. Good choice. Very good choice. And uh, the number four choice to go with that on the comedy list would be Bull Durham. Nice. Similar story, but with more laughs and Susan Sarandon's boobs. The rose goes in the front. Champ. Well, it was uh, Duke Lelouch. Was that his Nuke. name? Yes. Nuke. Sorry. Nuke. Nuke Lelouch. Hey, me. <laughs> All right. Later, Big Al. See ya. He hopes my tits fall off. Hopes my tits fall off. That's not a shirt. Excellent. <laughs> All right. I hope your tits fall off. That might be a shirt. It might be. All right, my number four, because it's a two-sport movie, much like my man Deion Sanders and Bo Jackson, I'm going with 1996's Happy Gilmore. There you go. Starts out as a hockey movie, works its way to a golf movie, and he's just Joe every day. 
And it's easily quotable. Yeah. How many times? What well, do you play? Do either of you guys play golf? Uh, I try. I I don't play golf. I do like to go to the driving range. Yeah, that's okay. what I like to do. Step right up and uh, see if you can out whack the golf ball whacker guy. <laughs> or I've done this uh, at the mini golf where you hit the ball and it just shy of going in, and there I am right on the turf. Go to your home. In your home. You know where your home is? Are you too good to go to your own home? <laughs> Answer me. This is wrong, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Another great. Did you Another see they movie. did a video together, Bob Barker and Adam Sandler, last year for the 25th anniversary of the film? Yeah, that, that was that was cool. That was really cool. All, All right, four. we're at number four for Lynch. All right, well, number my number four was the wrestler. So okay. Um, oh, excellent, excellent. Much to like, like you, the the three stories. Let's talk about that for a moment. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Um, the three stories rolling up together, and, and one one part of his life impacting the other two, and back and forth. I mean, he 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 wanted that, like you said, that one last shining moment. He wanted a, a W was calm one way or another. Yeah, be personal life with his with his daughter, the hooker, and then he had the wrestling career, and he sacrificed himself, his health. Mm-hmm. and it, I liked that they left it ambiguous with just him getting on the ring and jumping and mm-hmm. not showing you leave it up to your imagination and, and the film go. goes to black yeah you know, leave it to your imagination and what happens to this guy they write your own story mm-hmm. does he does he die right there does he is it a redemption story and is does his daughter accept him back in her, his life or her life rather and he gets married to the hooker it could go either way. The, the way, way they leave it, it, it left itself open for a second film, but I don't think you can make a second film of this story. On The Wrestler? Yeah, it would be terrible. No, it would be horrible. No, yeah. I, just, I just said her, I like the way they ended it. Go Black, did he die on the mat? Or did he redeem yeah, they, himself? They, they, allow the, they allow the viewer to create their own ending. <laughs> and that's what I like about that movie. And choose whatever ending they want. They're not, it's, not, for, it's very they're not forcing anything about of, of the final chapter of his life on you. Make it make it up on your own. Exactly. <laughs> Excellent pick. Yep. We have reached number three. And Herm again has six lists, so we're gonna ask him to go to one and then the other. Alright, so uh my number three on this list is uh, Eight Men Out. Nice. Oh, good movie. I didn't, I didn't even the, thought the, of it. The, Chicago Black Sox. The 1918 Chicago Black Sox. Yes, sir. I have and, Black uh, Sox from 1918. Oh, wow. They're, they call. They used to be white. No. Yes, exactly. <laughs> when he whistles, they come when he calls. Mm-hmm. Um, they fold themselves. And my comedy and my comedy choice on that list is the Sandlot. Very that's nice. Killing me, Smalls. You're killing me, Very Smalls. Nice. I say it all the fucking time. <laughs> Who doesn't? All the time. I, I do. Yeah. And there is the Sandlot. That's number three. That is fantastic. All right, so. My number three, going to a different sport this time, the 1990 Tom Cruise 
Days, Days of Thunder. Thunder. There you go. That's a good pick. That's a great movie. And again, you have this, the tale of three stories. You have here's Tom Cruise, sprint car, going into stock car racing. He's got the rivalry with Rowdy Burns, the love interest, and Harry Hogg, played by Robert Duvall, trying to teach him as much as he can without killing him first. Right. Because you could see in, in some of those scenes, and they're masterfully done. Harry just wants to tear off fucking Cole Trickle's head and shit down his neck. Yep. And until he sits him down and says, all right, listen, you're going to go out there, run 50 laps however you want. You're going to come in, we're going to change your tires, then you're going to oh, go the, run 50 my the, way. That's the tire scene. And yeah. yeah. The owner walks up, there's two tires there. One's tore up as shit, the other one looks pristine. He went his way, boom, my way, boom. I was eight seconds faster. <laughs> and, that's how, and that's how a lot of these kids learn, is you have to have that old guy... Yeah. Who's done this for a million years on every level, just basically holding your hand and going, okay. The, 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 when he's trying to explain the tire thing before they do the tire test, Cole, you, when you run fast and you go in the corners and your ass end starts to get loose, loose is fast and in the corner you're going to be out of control and you're going to kill yourself. And that's when he says, we're going to do, do this test. The movie's great. He wins the Daytona at the end of the movie. And, of course... They're foot, foot racing, racing to Victory Lane, which I thought was great. A good well, movie. Oh, NASCAR. I don't think NASCAR would be too happy if you come in and we're eating ice cream. <laughs> Coming in. in. I, don't I, don't so. I don't think so. We're eating ice cream. I don't think so. We're eating ice cream. What? I mean, you know. Uh, you can come in and get one if you like, but I don't think NASCAR would be too happy with it. Be too happy with that, but, you know. You... Now, now, Herm and I used to play a NASCAR video game back in the day. And on certain tracks, both of us couldn't get around that track to save our lives. And one of us inevitably would reenact that scene. Cole comes in. They're working on his car, and Harry comes out and says, Okay, while we're under caution, I want you to go out there and hit the pace car. What? What? Hit the pace car! Why? Because you hit every other goddamn thing out there today. I want you to be perfect. <laughs> Ah, oh, beautiful. It, it was, was a sexy, sexy movie. All, All right, right, number, number three, three, L. Lynch. Number three, any, any given Sunday. I stayed away from that because I... Uh, it's a good football movie. Oh, oh yeah, take, the football's incredible. Take, take the the drama out of it. The, the football portion of that movie. Yeah, the football, kind of the football action scenes are phenomenal. The, yeah, I think it's one of the most technically well-done football movies ever. And again, it's a great performance by Pacino, but but yeah, well, the I, movie I, itself is not great. Yeah, yeah, there were too many stories, and just in my opinion, again, like you said, the oh, football yeah. is incredible, the characters in the football team itself, fantastic. There were too many stories going on, starting with Al Pacino, then moving on to Willie Beeman. I still sing that song all the time. They call me Willie. Beaming, I got the ladies creaming, <laughs> and that is all a take on um, Deion Sanders, right? Except they used Jamie Foxx as a quarterback rather than a uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, yeah, a defensive back, defensive back, yeah, good movie. All right, I mean, I, I enjoy the football aspect of it, I kind of zone out mostly during the, the bullshit, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Except the hookers. 
Oh yeah. At the party, and then when he saws the dude's car in half. There you go. That's a good one. That's a good scene. That is a good scene. All right, number number two. Um, just pick one. Just. Uh, my number two. My number two is on the um, uh, not comedy is uh, Raging Bull. Very cool. Not your normal or typical sports movie, but with as much boxing as in that movie, it's a sports movie. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 um it's a hell of a story. Oh, absolutely. Now, I I still to this day don't know. Uh, that was Jake Lamotta is a real dude, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. And that, yeah, yeah. And after he was, he did some um some some like uh, public service work after he boxed and yeah but yeah it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a section of a story that yeah the comedy with that was slap shot okay now showing up on two lists i think we're all pretty much in the same ballpark here pretty much nice well, well pretty much. number two, number two for me was the best of this franchise. I'm going with Rocky II, 1979. You get through the first film. Now he's somewhat of a contender. He's becoming a celebrity, but he still doesn't know how to be a celebrity. How to deal with it yet? Right. And then you know, the wife has the problem with the childbirth, and he doesn't know if he should fight. And then he goes and fights, comes the champ of the world. And you get one of the greatest lines in cinematic history that we've all used over and over again. Yo, Adrian, I did it. I did it. And I just want to say to my wife who's sitting at home. (laughs) Yo, Adrian, I did it. it. What a great fucking movie. What a great movie. And if if I were to get an honorable mention in the Rocky (laughs) films, I would go all the way to Rocky Balboa. When, when he's he just running the restaurant, and they ask him to do the uh, exhibition fight, yep. and he takes the champ to the to the limits. Mm-hmm. A sixty-year-old dude beating the shit out of a twenty-six-year-old guy, and you're the champ of the world. You know that story is just like I, I can do this. I've got the junk out of the basement, which is the quote from the movie. I got all the stuff inside. What do you mean stuff, Rock? You know, in the basement. What you haven't peeked yet? <laughs> Yeah, I, I like that Balboa movie. I also like the first Creed. Yes. yes. I, the second one I didn't like as much. I, I like the story in Creed 2 because with Drago and his son. Yeah. Right, right. And then right, the kid right. the kid figures out, you're not doing this to help my career. This is some revenge bullshit for you and walks away from him. Yeah. And then his mother up and leaves in the middle of the fight. I'm sharing way too much if you haven't seen that movie out there, kids. Yeah. It's a good movie. Both of them are really good. I just my preference is for the first. Oh yeah. All right, where are we at? I don't know. Where Herm gave. I think Herm gave his twos. I gave my number twos. I think. All I right, do me. Lynch's twos, right? Oh, Lynch has number two. Oh, I the first Rocky. The, the first, first, Rocky. Rocky. first Rocky. Very nice. Um. Again, nostalgia. I mean, I remember the first time I watched that. I just I didn't know what I was looking at. I was, what seven six if that um but then again i when it came out on videotape 
that would be a movie my dad and I would watch together all the time because it's such a good movie. And you, and, and the older you get, you respect the fact that Sylvester Stallone, he shot this for years and nobody wanted it. It was a joke script. They told him to beat fucking feet. So he, perseverance, he got, he got the opportunity to make the movie he wanted to make and it shot him into stardom. Yeah, and I believe it was uh, was it Irving or Irwin Winkler? Irwin Winkler. Irwin Winkler. Yeah, yeah, and he when, when he, he got, got the script in front of Winkler, he was like, "I would make one change, and the rest of it's perfect. perfect. We're making this movie." Yeah, and it took a long time for him to get that to, to get to that point. Everybody, like I said, everybody else said, yeah, "This is garbage. Nobody wants to watch this." And that was what nineteen seventy five. Seventy five, seventy six. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that's just a phenomenal movie. All and the, the fact that he wrote it, directed it, and starred in it, amazing. Never done it. None of the, never done any of that before. He just had this story. With the exception of acting. Right. Right. Well, you know, it, more of a mainstream movie. There was stuff he did before, Lords of Flatbush, uh, something and something, go to a party. Uh, uh, victory. 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 No, Victory was later. Was it? Yeah, Victory was 82. I'm gonna look at the Google machine. Huh? Who twisted your arm? No, just break my arm. <laughs> <laughs> Victory, just good movie. Yeah, yeah it was. But uh, yeah, uh, that's solid movie to watch when you want a good uplifting movie. Absolutely, Absolutely. and Lynch's very, very close, close to correct. correct. Did you say eighty-two? Eighty-two. Eighty-one. Yeah. The only reason I remember because that was on constant rotation on HBO. <laughs> I was a kid. Yes. <laughs> that in the first Superman film. Yes. Yes. And the following year of Superman 2. Yep. Did, Did not, not make, make my list, list, by the way, Superman. Uh, that's good. Nope. I almost, I almost, as a goof, chose The Dark Knight Rises because of the football scene. But I figured both of you would shoot me. Well, yeah, you know, it happens at a, at a stadium. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You, you get, get a football, football game, game, a bombing, and somebody getting their neck broken, broken all in one scene. Time. It's, it's beautiful. It's fun for the whole family. That's, That's right. right. And even Bane has a moment of weakness where the kid's singing the anthem. He's like, what a lovely, lovely voice. And then I'm going to blow the fucking stadium away. <laughs> Too bad he has to die. I was born into it. <laughs> Molded by it. Molded by it. The biggest complaint about that movie is how many times how many times I had to watch it to get to meet what he was saying. That's That's why why you watch watch it low like I do with closed caption. Well when I went to the theater, I was like, What did you just fucking say? Did you catch that? It's one of those things where you wish you had a remote at the movies. You could turn it on, turn on the fucking subtitles. He wastes his best line. Bane does in the first five minutes of the film. When he's when the agent is pretending to shoot people and toss them. That guy didn't fly too good. He should have talked. And he's like, perhaps he's wondering why someone would shoot a man before throwing him out of a plane. Like, no shit. Good call. Like, I'm going to shoot you, then I'm going to run you over. Wait, what? What up, Leon? Owns. What's going on, brother? Oh, Leon ambushed me at the bar the other night, about two weeks ago. Him and uh, Carol Spaulding. Oh, nice. Yeah, they were there. It's good seeing them. All right, so, Herm, recap. 
It could be Linda Spaulding. It could be. God bless America, no. No. All right, recap your lists before you give your number one. All right, so... Oh, hold on. Reading is fundamental. It is. Riff. Uh, Let's see, we have... uh, At five, we have uh, The Original Longest Yard, 1974, and The Replacements. We have The Natural and Bull Durham. We have Eight Men Out and The Sandlot at number three. We have uh, Slapshot and Raging Bull at number two. All right, and my number one sports movies of all time, uh, my non-comedy is Field of Dreams. Very nice. If for no other reason than that fucking Volkswagen van that he drives in that movie. I just watched that again the other night. It was, I found it on uh, whatever format. I think it was one of the free formats. It was. I saw it. It's like you know what? I'll fucking yeah, watch it. Why, why not? I can tell you, it's been fifteen years since I watched it, and I'm like, damn, I gotta keep this in rotation. It's a good fucking movie. Ladies, Ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching this and you'd like to donate money to Dysfunction Junction, there are a whole bunch of dogs down there that need their vocal cords cut out. We're gonna do it safely and humanely. So if you could just donate one dollar, you could feed a starving child. Africa, why not give it to us to have the dog shut up? I just lost you. <laughs> That's why. All right. No, your audio just did a really weird thing. It did, did it? It did. It was weird. Didn't it? You got it, Herm? Yeah, I heard it too. Okay. All right. And, well, shit, and, shit happens. Life goes on. And the number one movie of all time, number one sports movie. On the top of all the lists, the top of the top, the cream of the crop, is Major League. Bad. Okay. Yep. Number one. Major, Major League, League, baby. Major League. There are so many quotable things. You know, I'm just, that's my number one. I'll give you my recap real quick. Uh, the Wrestler at number five. Happy Gilmore at number four. Days of Thunder was three. Rocky two came in at two, and of course, number one is Major League. I want to see if this if this is going to be a three peat. We already know it is. Yeah, there's no discussion. It, it wasn't even. It, I literally wrote my list and wrote Major League, and then filled the entire rest of the list in. I did the same thing up and down, but I wrote number one Major League and filled it up. Like, number one Major League. And then everything else. <laughs> Number two, everything else. Everything else. Easily the greatest sports movie ever made, bar none. They haven't made anything before it or since that even matches. No. The, the way they show a baseball team being built and put on the road and playing to the characters, the evil, toxic owner, the drunk announcer, everything about that movie is perfect. Today's after after game show is brought to you by oh fuck it nobody's listening nobody's, nobody's listening listen anyway <laughs> okay never mind it was the second it was the second movie the second movie where he gets way too drunk and the other announcer has to fill in yes crack fly ball caught <laughs> great color right there kids. <laughs> Yeah, but, have you, 
<laughs> we all had the DVD at some point, right? It had the mini documentary where they lined up about 30 major league guys separately. And they said, what's your favorite quote from that movie? He goes, we use it every day at the ballpark. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. Well, just think that's like the, that's in everybody's lexicon of quotes. Mm-hmm. You, at, you say that, and you'll get thirty-five people in a room turn around and smile at you because mm-hmm. it's, it's universal. I, I've you know, done, I say it all the time. I've, I've done, done it at a Yankees game and got laughter from the people sitting around me. Well, a just a bit outside. outside. <laughs> well, my wife and I were going for our pistol my wife and I were going to get, after we got our pistol permits, we were up shopping at Hoffman's for guns. And this is the first time she'd ever held a gun or shot one other than a little 22 to qualify for glass. Mm-hmm. First two shots, we left. And the first thing I said, just a bit outside. She's like, shut up. But then <laughs> I tell you what, she's a born marksman. She shot my air rifles before almost always dead center and once she got the first two shots out of out of the magazine she was almost dead center every shot she there had you a go. really good shot but you got your euchre in yes now, now i would put major league two as a honorable mention because as much as i love pedro serrano my favorite character is lou brown the manager easily oh, yeah man you gotta do it yes. <laughs> You, you may run, run like haze, but you hit like shit. But you hit like shit. <laughs> the second movie, where he walks in. Yep, Charlie, my kind of team. We won a game today. If we win one tomorrow, that's two in a row. If we win one Thursday, that's called a winning streak. <laughs> it has happened before. Has happened. Right. Or Herm. <laughs> After he has the heart attack and he's listening to the game on the transistor radio, and I just may move to England. (laughs) They put it on PBS and lost the channel changer. Don't worry, I brought a radio. (laughs) There were times after Herm and I went and saw that movie together, I think, and uh, if we had something on TV that even had the slightest British accent, that line would come out. I'm moving to fucking England. I love this shit, and I just may move to England. So much so, is it my favorite sports movie? I'll have to uh, wear it here sometime. I had a custom-made Pedro Serrano jersey uh, made for me years ago, and it gets big laughs at wherever I go, especially like in the grocery store. Some baseball fan slash movie fan sees, is that a Pedro Serrano jersey? Yes, sir, it is. I uh, wore my COVID-19 Patriots jersey out the other day. I, <laughs> I love that to, shit. I went to uh, Paulie's cigar shop, horsepower, yep. down here in Montville. I walk in, he's like, oh, nice jersey. And I turned around, and he goes, dude, you're warped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I got it in 2020. Chris Burns knew a guy, <laughs> and I had it ordered. I, I still think it's one of my favorite jerseys ever. <laughs> That's why I wore it out for the rest of the day. You always get those... Side oh, yeah. And other than the jersey, the Serrano jersey, I have the Joe Boo's Rum t-shirt that also gets a lot of uh, a lot of people talking in public. Dude, I love that movie. Fuck you, Joe Boo. I'll do it myself. You have no marbles. No marbles. <laughs> in this case, 
Dennis Haysbert. Haysbert. Future president on 24. Which is a great series. If you guys I, I watched the first two seasons. <laughs> I don't have time to invest in, you know, episodic television like that. Yeah. It's, as, it is. I, as, I borrowed it. What are you laughing at? Do you? I don't have time to end in the episode. No, I have like one or two shows I watch, and that's it. That's yeah. the time I have to invest. The, the fact, fact that I watch, watch every Thursday night, I watch the new Beavis and Buttheads, and after that 25 minutes when they finish the two episodes, I'm done. I'm good. I'm not going to sit in front of a TV for an hour. No offense to Kiefer Sutherland or Dennis Haysbert or the Hot Blonde. What's the name of the assistant? Um, Joey Casada and I were having a conversation about. Uh, no, it was on his show. But I was talking to somebody else about 24. The bitchy assistant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can never remember. I think it's Chloe. 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 Yeah, she went on, she's been in everything. There's two. Even though I don't do it anymore. That's true. <clears throat> this is why I'm recording uh, from Long Shots next Monday. No, that's not true. All right. <laughs> Welcome to, welcome to Indians baseball, sort of. Sort of. So my five were slap shot wrestler, any given Sunday, Rocky, and of course Peter. At the top. The best fucking sports movie ever. The best. It really paints a picture of what it's really to be a baseball player. That and Bull Durham. Yeah. Especially in the in the bottom tier minors. And the, the the scene I was just thinking about is when Rick Vaughn, it's his first day in camp, and Harris has taken off his shirt, and he goes, what's that shit on your chest? Bardall, Criscoll, Vagisil. Each one will give you two more inches drop on your curveball. But if the ump's looking, get a little jalapeno on my finger and load up the ball, and he just looks at him deadpan. You put snot on the ball? I'm not young like you. I gotta do everything I can to get an edge. And someday you will too. So cool. Oh, yeah. saying Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball? Ah, Jesus, I like him very much. He don't play baseball. He no help with curveball. He no help with Honorable mentions. Okay, okay, good. Uh, I'm glad you said that because I had one and I wasn't sure how to pigeon it in because I don't like Mark Wahlberg all that much. But Invincible definitely Invincible definitely deserves to be an honorable mention. It's a good story. And it has Elizabeth Banks. Yeah, always a plus. Always a plus. I watched that shitty reboot of Press Your Luck just to see Elizabeth Banks in a skirt. I like the Tell the Truth with Anthony Anderson. I haven't seen it yet. Those are good. Those are pretty good. It, some of them I, I was able to pick out because uh, they, the one was Joe Bonamassa, which is one, he's one of the greatest jazz guitarists right now. And uh, I was like, oh, I know that guy. It's Joe, Joe Bonamassa. Bonamassa. Megan's <laughs> like, who the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> He's choking out. Leave him alone. <laughs> you know, lately, I've been on a run of, run of uh, really old, cheesy 80, 80s horror movies. Uh, we signed up for AMC Plus and Shudder, which is their little horror movie division. Comes yep. with it. Sure. It's got everything you would ever want in horror movies. I'll have to check that out. 
The stuff on Shutter is absolutely is fabulous. Their stuff is great. I love it. I love it. It's, it's like, like um, um, what, what is, is the name, name of that service? Uh, uh, Film Rise. Yeah. Yep, I have that so too. I, I signed I up for that, that simply because, because I wanted to see um, a, what the hell's the name of Lords, Lords of Chaos. Yeah. Yep. About the, the uh, Norwegian, Norwegian black metal band. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'd read, read the book years ago, and I'm like, oh, they made a movie out of it. Uh, uh, Kilmer's kid was the uh, was the singer that blew himself away. Uh, Kieran Culkin played the main character, and it was such a good film. That I recommended it to someone. I'm like, if you can get past the Norwegian death metal, you're gonna love this movie. What was that called? Lords of Chaos. I think it came out a couple years ago. Really good shit. But one thing you don't want to do though, if you're suffering from insomnia, don't watch it at four in the morning. Yeah, probably not a good idea. You will stay up. Yeah, that will fuck your mind up sideways. So, honorable mention, Herm. Anything for you? Uh, let's see. I've got, uh, let's see. Uh, Blades of Glory. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay. All right, no. no. Skating is a sport. I'll shut up now. It's a sport. Uh, McFarland, McFarland, USA. I don't think I ever saw it. Uh, Kevin Costner. And it's a story of a track program somewhere in California and it, it, check it out it, it's a really okay. good movie I have, I have uh, another and and tin cup tin, tin cup, cup almost made my list tin cup is a great great movie wow that's a what i overlooked and if you never take one of my suggestions seriously mike can ask his son if he hasn't seen this movie already travis it is technically a sports movie the ringer with johnny knoxville Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Another Good. easily right. quotable so, movie. So then, so is the Big Lebowski. Well, yeah. You have bowling, bowling is a sport. I like to say if they showed on ESPN, it's a sport, but they show pro sport. wrestling. They show pro wrestling on ESPN. So wait. <laughs> every minute. every afternoon when we came home from school, welcome to the AWA All Star Wrestling. Yes. Good time. Wow. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I love it. So, so do you yeah. have any honorables I, over there? I actually do. One of which is Sea Biscuit. See, yeah. that was that was on. Uh, it was it started out on my list. It's a, it's a not a lot of people are into horse racing, so it, it kind of has a narrow audience. It's a great story. I mean, it's it was a great, great fucking really film. Absolutely story. amazing story, yeah. and the whole Tobey Maguire and the whole thing. It was a great movie. Yeah, truly yeah, was. When I told someone about this list, they asked if I'm going to put oh, what is it? There's the Color of Money and the one that came before it. The Hustler. The Hustler. The Hustler. The Hustler is one of my honorable. I don't know that I could consider that myself because I don't consider billiards to be a sport. No, I consider that a game. Yeah. yeah. Hey, if they showed on ESPN, it's a sport, asshole. Well, they show billiards on ESPN. They, they show the fucking spelling bee, too. I know. Uh, Akila and the bee happen to be one of my runner-ups. Ooh. He's got it. They showed on ESPN. I used to love hearing that from people. It ain't a sport unless it's on ESPN. 
Like, yeah, yeah wrestling's on, yeah. dick. Yeah, wrestling, the national spelling bee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, booger flicking contest. Yeah. Curling. Curling. That, they, they need to make Whoa. a compelling drama about curling. Whoa. 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 Nobody said anything bad about curling. All right, I'm just saying this, this, that's my sport. That That's the entire reason I watched the fucking Winter Olympics. So not only do we need a curling movie, but we need a really good movie that isn't low budget about cornhole. There you go. And not to be confused with the pornographic version. No, no that's on Pornhub. We're talking about if they show it on ESPN. Well, the, the, I, I'm not going to lie. Um, on YouTube TV, um, one of the channels um, we were watching, or maybe it was on Pluto TV, one of the channels had a a was competition regulation cornhole. I've seen it. It's it's a real yeah. thing. I'm not yeah. sure how that's a real thing, but apparently it is, and they'll put it on TV. It's, it's the, the same thing. thing. As when we were in our 20s and renting video games and seeing, was it competition fishing on ESPN? Yes. And then we saw the Bass Pro Master video game. I don't know how, I don't know how that fat fuck did it, but dude could wheel in the biggest fish every time on a video game. Had a good eye. Shut up. I can smell it. Wait, there's a fish over here. There ain't no fish over here. Shut up. There's a I fish here. Up. I can smell I it. There's a fish here. Oh, there it is! Look at it! Look at it! Look at it! Look at that! Catch a fish, motherfucker! What's up? Wheel it in, and it it does the uh, video weigh-in. Really take weigh your in. fish. It's like eleven pounds, six ounces. I'm like motherfucker. Did you guys hear about like, the uh, pair of guys? He's this is this is how his scale was going up. Did you guys hear about the uh, pair of gentlemen who got caught? Oh, with the weights and the fish? Oh, yeah. Yes. Did you see that shit? Dude. Dude. If you you haven't seen it already, you need to see the uncensored version of the people video camera uh, using their phone to take that. Holy shit. You got to link me to that. I'll have to find it. If it's still up. I found it on YouTube when it was. I saw it on YouTube before they pulled it down. I saw the unedited version. Dude, that dude's lucky to be alive. They wanted to fucking string him up. And oh, yeah. The, the, there's like 30 dudes literally there standing around him like, you are going, we're going to kill you. And that's and just kudos, how it's going to go down. Kudos to the, the uh, people running the competition were like, we don't we don't see anything. Well, the, the whole reason they got caught is that the guy who was the, the official way guy, whatever the fuck they call, knew that these guys have been winning uh, tournaments a whole lot more than they had in previous seasons. Right. They're, 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 all, of a sudden they're, all of a sudden their yeah. winning record was like... They're like, $30,000 like, tournaments. Like they were so like Mark, they, was Mark McGuire type shit. Right. So I guess as the guy was doing the weigh-in, he was feeling the fish and found, found a lump. And he's like, ah, this doesn't feel right. So he cut it open. They're, they're, they're all fucking round weights. They were shoving it down their gullet. And That's the fish crazy. Were, uh, Unreasonably heavy for their size, that right. they were real. What what they what a pair of balls on those guys, man! Right? Yeah. Fuck. You know, fishermen are fucking fishermen are cutthroat, man. Oh, My yeah. dad's best friend was a drag fisherman down at Stonington, and those Portuguese would go fucking tooth and nail and and, and knife and guns to each other. Did you say he was a drag fisherman? Yes. The the. 
Yeah. So you have to wear a dress when you go to the competition? Is that like a drag queen? Is that Not that like kind of drag, drag king? Oh, damn it. A drag fisherman? I almost wanted to go. <laughs> All right, so one for Herm. <laughs> Since we talked about the fishing video game and you brought up the fishing competition, while Herm was able to beat me every single time at the weightlifting on this video game, nobody out caber tosses me. Ever. I am the caber toss champion of all time. And look at him. He's going to die. I'd have to experience it. I don't know. It It's like a decathlon game. But, but there were like yeah, a couple of like weird Olymp- events. It was like Olympics, and it was yeah. It was, but there was some. It was Olympics, but there was some a couple of fucked up events. Like I've never seen the caber toss at the Olympics before, but it was there, and it was. And, and once you figured out how to work the buttons just right, and then right. let the button go, and mm-hmm. it was great, but. Herm's trying to tell me no. If you're gonna if you're gonna do the weightlifting, yeah, do it like this. I do it the exact right way. Nope. But that caber toss, I will fuck you up. It was like big in Japan. It was like track and field or something like that. It was fucked up. Choosing Zimbabwe. Yeah, but we only played like (laughs) we only played like four events out of the the fifteen. And it's probably the ones we liked. We only played like four events out of. Was it like that when they had the in the arcade? Forget them. Slap yeah, the guys a run. Very much so, but again, like Herm was saying, the track and field that you played in the arcade had the ten events from the decathlon, straight up, the way it is. This had those plus like, like six other events thrown. Yeah, like boulder walking and caber toss. Like it was the uh, Scottish Games or something. Yeah, it was really weird. But it's a telephone pole. Oh, all right. Yeah, just a big ass log. Long log that. In Ireland, basically, you 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 have to figure out how to toss it the farthest. All right then. And it, it's just you know, it's just it's ridiculous. The, the things that white people do is what it comes down to. <laughs> shit, white people do. The there shit, white people do. Film at eleven. For fame, I guess, is what it is. Right. It is. I'm Hans, and I am the best caber tosser ever. 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 Oh my god. Well, oh. I guess it's better salad. Yeah. There could be worse things to toss. Definitely, Definitely give you that. So all of you wonderful dysfunctionals, if you have sports movies you think we left off the list that we should add to the list, or you want to critique our list, junction dysfunction show at gmail.com. And also introducing Mr. Herm is gonna tell you all about it. Welcome to the wonderful world of twitter yeah we are officially on twitter we are the uh uh twitter only allows you a 15 a 15 character name so our show on twitter you can talk to us on twitter at disjunction show uh under slash show so the word i've kind of combined dysfunction <laughs> and junction and the, the little slash and show. So cool. that's how you can get a hold of I'll us on Twitter. On the, put it on my Twitter page. <clears throat> yep, I uh, I posted it to our uh, Facebook page today. You guys can check us out. And uh, we uh, now have another stream of bullshit 
flowing into the universe. Yep. I'm looking right at it right now. Disjunction underscore show. So I may or may not follow that. I will. Yeah. I probably start in a Reddit subgroup and I, I have to re educate myself on how to use Reddit. It's been a long time. And that's really just, you know, you can post wacky shit. But, mm-hmm. you know, if somebody types in the word function or dis, it's going to pop up. Yes, it will. Hopefully, Hopefully it comes to us and not erectile dysfunction or, <laughs> you know, that's not uh, us yeah, yet. Or someone you love have a problem getting it up. <laughs> Try Blue Viagra. It works fast. And your dick don't stink. Never <laughs> uh, put your dick in crazy. No, well, I'm guilty. Well, it's, it's all right. You just don't marry it. Yeah, well, no, never marry crazy. Guilty. guilty. Look what I got. Oh, the motherfucker snuck it off the wall. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Here we go. You guys enjoy this. Keep talking. I don't want to talk. You want to play the mandolin. It's always the same tune, too. Yeah. Everybody watch Herm. Everybody watch Herm go to the bathroom. With a little bit of echo reverb in there. Yeah. That's it. We're going to be a big hit in Antarctica. (laughs) Broadcasting live from Noble, Alaska. (laughs) That song you played sounds a lot like... (laughs) Copyright strike. Yeah. Originally done by Starvin' Marvin. And uh, you know, work your way forward. We have gone off the rails again. Please, my belly. Look at it; it's so big, but yet I have no food. Right. That's a deal. Same Kinnison bit. Why Why don't you feed him, Bob? You're four feet away. (laughs) Okay, go. Okay, you jump up. This is fucking sand. Up, 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 you jump up. Food is. We're bringing you hauls. We're making one trip. <laughs> you don't need it, leave it. Right? You say that to Herm. He he knows immediately. I'll be bo- open be jumper. <laughs> Might get a copyright strike on that one. Yeah, yeah right. You said Bobby Bo Bobby Di Jumba. Copyright Sam Kinnison, 1986, you motherfuckers. Ah. <laughs> oh. So I, I love doing list episodes. I don't know if you guys want to do another one soon. I'd like to. Um, the, kids, the kids hopefully will stop being retarded little twats next week. One can only hope they're in their teenagers. You never know. Now, have we done a show since I went to Six Flags with the kids? No. Okay, for all of you out there. And for the two sitting here with me, one in Poopole, Colorado, one fingering his Poopole now, if you get the chance to take two teenage girls, two Six Flags, jump off a fucking cliff. Yeah, I think you were going to talk about it last week. Yeah. yeah. But we had to read the bumper show off. You, you didn't get a chance, have a chance to talk about that. I did not. Um, they, we hit everything. We rode the rides. It was a great time. But... I'm a dad and an uncle, and I'm watching these two boy hunt all fucking day. Were they butt hunting all day? They They were were butt hunting. Were they butt hunting? (laughs) (laughs) They were cold in Poland. 
Look what look what you created. They were butt hunting. <laughs> look what Jesus did. Look what Jesus did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were butt hunting. When you realize your daughter is butt hunting at fucking Six Flags, that's it. That's what you, do you want to do? You want to tell him this story before we go out? Tell him. No, no I'm, I'm I'm leaving it up to you. I'm not getting involved in this. We we used to go out on Friday nights or Saturday nights. All right, we go out and like we we go play pool, go to the arcade. That's back when you actually could do shit on Friday, Saturday nights. Yeah. And um, Chris would always every every weekend do. What are we doing tonight? Butt hunting. Butt hunting. And in conjunction with butt hunting. Oh we shit. Get, we would also go hogging. Well, you, you're in the right area for that. Right. Your- <laughs> One of us in a group, there'd be a group of like four, five, six of us. And at some point, one of us would get elected by the rest of the group. And they're done that. To find the biggest. Meatiest. Meatiest. Chunkiest girl at the establishment. And try to get her to go home. Now, we have to tell the truth for once. We weren't saying find a good-looking girl who's thick. We're talking about they throw raw fish at her. At yeah, you guys. I, I went through the same thing. This just, I, I rolled with the same kind of circle. Like, yeah. Dude, this wasn't like a pretty girl, like with like like a thick girl or a heavy girl with like a. It's not like a bell totally pretty face good, type good thing. Call. Like, because I have a rule. Look, she's either got to be a 10 or she's got to be pretty in the face. All right? She's going to have a slamming body or she's going to have a pretty face. She's got to have one or the other. All right? If she's got both, absolutely excellent. But she's got to have one. This was a girl that had neither. Well, it's like uh, this... the beginning of Shallow Isle. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> yeah. Where is she standing? Behind the rhino? <laughs> <laughs> These were the girls heifer, that... But yeah. she's but my, she's my heifer. heifer. These were girls that you would go and you would pray that they at least had a tooth. Uh, yeah. If not multiple. We had the term grotopotamuses. Some are yeah. green and some are missing. Yeah, some are teeth. Some are here, some are there. Um, she got three green teeth teeth. and two are in her pocket right that's right she had a mouthful of teeth and three of them were in her pocket oh my god I used to do the same thing we go up to the the base club either the country western side or the small side yeah usually if you want to you want to score a heifer countryside or we go to Norm's uh, Friday nights when they do live country music yeah, yeah. Yep. I mean, you're in the yep. well, we used to go. Well, remember back in the day, we used to go to country nights back at Foxwoods. Mm-hmm. Oh, I used to go there too. I used to go there too, and I because I always had a theory: you got to knock down a couple fatties to get to the hot girl in the middle. Of, middle of that, they're, they're called, called slump busters. busters. I was going to say yeah. you have to eat some shit to get to the sugar. Exactly, and they're done that. And even, even if she looked like she brushed her teeth with a brick, that's okay. I have no standards. It wasn't cool yesterday, but tonight it's okay. That's I right. Have zero standards tonight. 
That's right. But you knew it you, when you left. You well, roll over in the morning, you put your shoes on, and you demand cab fare. Heard. Heard. <laughs> or you just sneak out in the middle of the night. <laughs> I was oh, good I at that. We used to call them coyote girls. Mm hmm. Because in the morning, you how, wake up, you and your, your arm's underneath her, and you just, exactly. your arm, you you just chew your arm off and slip quietly out the door. I usually just hear a Twinkie in my pocket. And I hang it over. No, so I can roll over. Hey, baby, the I got, I got fudge. Hershey's chocolate kisses. We're talking Hagen does, babe. What do you say? Ben and Jerry's. Oh, that was that was one of our hook lines as we were driving to go to the establishment. It's like, what's your pickup line going to be? The usual. Hey, baby. I got fudge. <laughs> The shit, the shit that Chris said back in the day. Oh, I was right there with you, man. Oh, there are some nights where I, I do some push have you seen it? Oh yeah, there's another thing. You you might have been a victim of this driving up up and down Route 12 in Groton. In the he had to do it in the summertime because you don't want people rolling down their window in the winter. Just roll up on somebody. You see somebody walking on the sidewalk. I roll down the window. Hey, somebody stole my ass. And there's always somebody would say, "What does it look like?" And then he dropped trout. Yep. Um, do you remember? Go ahead. Kind of like this. We used to. This is no joke. Herman and I would do this. One of whoever's driving, the other one had to be pants down but draws up and you pull up next to a car and you put that pressed ham against the window as you're driving by and just to see if just to see if they see your ass just to watch it yeah the worst part of all of this and i can't remember what it was but we had a scoring system herm and i had a scoring system well, it's good to have a good tally number at the end of the day. So you can, right? you know, you can compare notes the next morning. You, you know, who's got the high score this week? What, 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 what's my aim? What's my goal? Who's you never want to be the guy with the low off. score. Huh? Oh, downstairs. I think Megan's making something. All right. I was going to say noise. She's making noise. <clears throat> the fuck? What is she making? A bomb? Maybe. Muhammad Megan is in the house. A tasty one. Durka, 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 Durka. Muhammad Jihad. It's a tasty bomb. Oh, my God. <laughs> you oh, take man. a little bit. Of well, like, dude, like Leon said, the the good old days. Those were the days. Yeah. Uh, Leon was up there. I think we did the club thing a few times together. It was it was an interesting time to be alive. Yeah. The mid-90s, man. We had the best, best time. time. Well, I look back at the stuff we did in our little group. <laughs> and it's amazing we saw all of our all of our limbs. Or that you're not serving a life term. Oh yeah. That's the other thing. I'm just getting off of thirty soon. You know? Thirty in the poke. Right. There, there were some, some shit and I'm sure we should, we could have a show like this talking about stupid shit from the old days and how Herm and I are not in jail. I don't know. I don't it didn't well. It kind of helped that your 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 dad was a, a, a high-ranking officer in the town we lived in. Yeah, yeah. that that yeah. definitely helped out. <laughs> we tied a uh, a blow-up doll 
to a buddy of mine's bumper hitch mm -hmm. and put one in his back seat. He was asleep at Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> on Route 12 when you're So we tied the one blow with all, put it on the car, and we put the other one in the back seat real quiet like. And we come out, we go bang on the hood, bang on the hood. You're late, you're late, you're late. He's like, oh, fuck. He wakes up, drives off down the street. Here comes the Groton Town Police. <laughs> yeah. In the back seat. So we it was Inga. The cop, the cop pulls him over and says, uh, very, very this nice. isn't the diamond lane here. What are you oh, you motherfuckers. And you lost her about a while ago. <laughs> but but have you ever kidnapped a sugar, sugar bag baby, baby and held it for ransom? Uh, no, but we... We kidnapped the New England High School uh, flackered from their field house. Nah, oh, wow. No, no, we, we, we committed a federal <laughs> offense. If you want to get Te technically, 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 we committed a federal offense. The was only reason, like, it, it was the only reason the, the FBI didn't give a fuck about it was because it was a bag of sugar and not a child. But everything else and all of the stealing of it was exactly the same. Why, why the FBI didn't show up at our house wondering <laughs> what the fuck was going on i have no idea because it, was probably, it was probably a sign to to people in power that we might be a problem later but yeah we 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 kidnapped a child well if you think about it back in the day and, 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 and then killed it back in the day ran, you did that and, oh you killed prison. it and then ran its dead body up a flagpole Oh, that's great. That's great. Our victim, you know, I don't know if you know her, uh, Carrie Leanna, Myron's sister. Yes. And she happened to leave her sugar baby unattended in the cafeteria. Well, here comes uh, the hillside, hillside stranglers over here show up, kidnap the baby. We made ransom notes. Hey, is it, is, whose baby is this? Nobody. Oh, it's Carrie's. Oh, excellent. 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 I think she failed that class. <laughs> no, because there no, there exception? were extenuating circumstances. And yeah, was first of all, it was it was day one of the project. Oh, Jesus Christ, that's not good. They had she had just finished making like the face on it and putting a little diaper on it, and right, she spent it was so whole cute. Class making it all all kinds of her, her baby. Oh my God! And then we we didn't do that in health class. Just, I, I, I had to do it, but no, knowing my friends, class. this was literally another. This was a class at Ledger, and there was a class called Child Development. You took yeah, it yeah. as one, uh, 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 class one or class two. Class one was like up to birth and to so many, like so many months after. Right. And then the second part of the course was up to like the age of five when they went to school, like we, <laughs> like as they hit kindergarten. But I yeah, think, it covered a bunch of shit and, you know, everything. That, but I th yeah. I think Fitch started offering early, early childhood development classes when I was a senior. So I was on my way out. Maybe. Part of their, one of their, their classes and one of the projects was everybody was given a bag of sugar or flour, whatever the fuck it was, and it weighed different and you had to track it and keep track of what it weighed and its birth. And you had to create like a timeline like you played with it you fed it you had to write all that shit down and remember it what's on top of my car <laughs> but yeah but we we stole it 
we we kidnapped that i gotta say that's probably one of the best uh stories like that i've ever heard but like he said at the end of the story we cut cut it open open. we We didn't get get our demands so So we did the only thing dumped the flower pile at the base of the flagpole and then we ran the paper bag of like basically we (laughs) attached just we skinned it and then just ran the skin up the flagpole that is fucking great man yeah so you know we probably should have had some some therapy you guys like early (laughs) like young we they somebody should have known we needed help there were three reasons why we got away with it and we can close the show after that if you like it was a fucking bag of sugar right there were no person there were no cameras Right. But nowadays, you can't walk four feet without a camera being present. There were no cameras back then. Anywhere on property, not one fucking camera. And thankfully, they didn't fingerprint the ransom notes. Because we, how, ran- we made ransom notes. How outrageous notes were the ransom notes? What's that? How, how outrageous were the ransom notes? They were stupid fucking demands. Like, we want a, a, pound, a pound of uh, ground beef. Uh, a six pack of Coca-Cola, classic, of course. Just the random dumbest shit we could think, like in Airheads. Right. I want a, a new 3D picture of B. Arthur. Right. A football helmet full of cottage cheese, and we made stupid demands. And we would, we knew where her locker was. If she's listening, Carrie, we're so sorry. We should have told you this years ago. But it was. We would stick the ransom note in the vent of the locker. And you're way down the hall, looking. Every morning, she pulls the note out. I'm gonna fail. I'm gonna fail. I'm gonna fail. That's fucking great. Uh, yeah, that's one of the greatest high school stories I've heard. In a we while. were just, we were just, we were just, you know, we were just good boys. We were just good well, boys back then. You were, you were pointing out a safety uh, flaw. Exactly. We were just good boys. And that's Pay attention to your child. That's right. Watch, watch your shit. Watch your shit. You, you gave birth to it. You should look, look, look at it once in a while. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. Now, now knowing my friends the way I did, when I had to go through that class, that bag of sand or whatever the fuck I got never left my book bag ever. No. No. I did not, not like, expose if it. it. Re- if it was a real child, it would have died of neglect. <laughs> they don't have to know that. I wrote, I wrote the fucking thing out like no, I, I did everything you did. right. You wrote, you wrote the log out. That's all they fucking cared about. You start off with a five-pound bag. Literally, that thing lived in his locker. We, we, after class, it went to his locker. It got put in there. That kid died in there fucking <laughs> two days later. He didn't care. We brought a corpse to class and threw no. a log on the table that he wrote out, and it was good. That's the truth. The best the way truth that could have happened. That kid died two ended. days later. Go well, ahead, Lynch. The best way that could have ended is you start out with a five-pound bag of sugar, and at the end of the class, you just take a sugar packet and put it on the on the desk. <laughs> I couldn't stop it from shitting, man. I could like yeah, nothing this kid like me. Yeah, it just <laughs> wouldn't stop crying. <laughs> I only look at what. Okay, Andrea Yates, slow down. Shaking baby syndrome, party of two. Okay. Today, if I could do this all over again, modern day, I would take the baby like off into the woods and like a well or something and do like the whole Chris Watt thing. Yeah. But with a sugar baby. I'm not saying do this with a real baby. Stop it. Don't have the FBI coming to my house. No. My daughter is alive because 
I'm, I'm a, a good dad. dad. Mr. Burnham, I think. <laughs> right? <laughs> We're looking for a bag of sugar. Have you seen one? Oh, I got one right nope. here in my cabinet. I don't know nope. what you're talking about. Nope. Awesome. No clue. I'm, I'm diabetic. I can't have sugar. <laughs> right? Right? I got, I got some Splenda, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they don't sell Splenda in five-pound bags. <laughs> That's because guys like me would kidnap it. Mm-hmm. Probably. Drive All right, there's some homework for everybody. We told the sugar baby story. Each one of us next week has to come up with a dumb story from our teens slash twenties. I got tons of them. Your favorite? Yeah. Well, yeah. I already have a have it in mind. All right. Well, well I happen okay. to I happen to find out. I got it. I got it. Okay. Well, not, not right, right now. now. No, I I have it for next week though. It's good. I'll tell Lynch because you already knew this and never told me, cockbag. I should have been prosecuted in the 90s. She told me she was 18. That bitch lied. That bitch lied. Oh, that's from the conversation the other day. Yes, sir. She was, yes, not for another two years. Yes. Oh, boy. And I was 19? That's me and and Tamron. The chick that I... That Dusky was trying to get with. <laughs> I had a had a very near brush with that situation once. That's I okay. I know she's only fifteen, but dude, she's a whore. Damn. <laughs> well, I, I was under the pretense that we were both eighteen years old, and my buddy's like, I don't think so. I I, I think I know her brother. And uh, we did some digging and was like, oh, I, I could go to jail for this. <laughs> Lynch, the sweatshirt she's wearing says Barnum Elementary. <laughs> you should have known by the fact. That might have been a clue. Maybe a little yeah. bit might have been a clue. The brown vest with the patches on it should have been a giveaway. Yes, yes. Oh, when she tried to sell you cookies, that's the giveaway. I thought you were just being generous. Yeah, you boy. No, that, that, she just was into the one scene. time that almost happened. I just thought she no, liked dude, cookies, dude, stay away. You ever been locked out of your own apartment having to pee, and somebody slips a quarter under the door and says, "Go use the phone down the street"? No. I we just lost her. I think some, somebody's <laughs> on the other end there. Oh my god. Herm's on a fault line, that's why I did that. Oh, I gotta come in, I gotta call work, I gotta pee. Quarter comes under the door. Here, go use the phone down the street. Fuck you. So, my wife and I, oh, I went to go get dinner. Uh, was that Sunday night? And no, Saturday night. And I took the classic car and I got a fuel leak. So I'm broken down on 395 northbound. Um, so I call AAA. I call Megan. Megan shows up with some gas. Long story short, it won't start. So according to the AAA app, it would be there about 940. Well, 1010 comes around. I call back. The guy's like, oh, you're not supposed to be, you're not picked up till 115. Fuck, Fuck you. you. I said, uh, not, not what the app said. 
They said 9.40, and we're at 10.15 now after talking to them for five minutes. I said, well, I hope I don't get hit. Well, what do you want me to do? Send, Send a, a fucking truck. He says, just call the police and have them come out. I said, what are they going to do? He's my asshole to weed. <laughs> the better part of the story is we go to leave. A cop shows up, helps her push her off to the side a little bit. We get in, the, get in her car, come home. Okay. On the way home, we get a call, AAA. I'll be there in 15 minutes. So we're halfway home. We got to turn around, go back to the highway so it doesn't get fucking hit. Because there's no lights in that stretch of 395. So he's right. an asshole to AAA. You suck. A large bag of dicks. I, I wish, wish we had known this before. We could have had the music. I could have set it up. Yeah. What, what music? For asshole, asshole of the week? Right. It just kind of came organically. How does it feel to be a real asshole? That's it. You're Lynch with the asshole of the week. All right. All right. So we got Chris Burns and AAA. So far, our two assholes of the week. Two assholes of the week. All right. All right. So for these two assholes, I bid you fond farewell. Herm's going to hit the drums whenever he's done picking the lint out of the head of his dick. Hold on. It's a, nice, it's a big piece. <laughs> it's going to set some records. Are you triple streaming at this point? Yes. Nice. Everybody's seeing my dick. <laughs> oh my Not this guy. Hey, when you come home for the roaster, we're driving down Route 12. That's our new thing. I lost my ass. Somebody oh, stole my ass. Somebody stole my ass. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. I think that is going to do it for this week's show. Hope okay, you had fun. fun. I'd like to thank everybody that tuned in and listened to our debauchery and our stupidity. And uh, we are going to check out, but we will see you next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. And if you see my ass, call 860-501-6969. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> that's so fucking beautiful. There's a sign you want to see on a telephone pole. Have you seen my ass? Have you seen my ass? Oh. It would almost be worth it to photocopy a picture of your own ass to do that. Photoshop in the background. Oh, that, that, that would be something right there. Let me tell you. That would be something. Oh Can God. I take this flyer up? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. You don't want to read it? Yeah, I know that asshole. I know him anywhere. I pick wow. him up. Wow. <laughs>